Hello guys and welcome back. Hello. We are ready and in full gear to <laughs> give you guys our review of what happened last night on AEW's Full Gear. Yeah, all the gears were turning and all every men. single match was a hit. Well, not every single match. There were a couple. I think so. I like me there were a few misses. They Mm, but like maybe two two matches two matches were yeah. like a little weak on the weak side but uh for the most part it had my gears gearing up i was like i was Ramped revved up. all night it was it was really good it was a lot better than i anticipated the most i've ever seen you into a show yeah actually Put it that way yeah I had uh, my little bit of Moscato and like I couldn't even take notes like we didn't want to take notes for this pay-per-view because we wanted to enjoy the pay-per-view and not have to um, take our eyes off the screen but to be frank it was you know it wasn't even easy to write notes because I couldn't take my eyes off the screen Mm -hmm. Um, everything that I expected happened last night Um, not every single thing that we predicted happened but no, we were close things went on a little differently than we thought they would um definitely none of those surprise people that i said would be in the no none at all none, <laughs> none. we had a couple of surprises <laughs> no one never anybody expected at all nobody we but um there are rumors that they actually canceled those plans because of uh leak. covid and oh, oh, okay. the leak itself too and unexpected consequences um okay. so Let's jump right in. This is exciting. This is exciting. First off, me, I would like to know what your favorite match was last night. Oh, shit. Wait. Yeah. I don't know because last night, right, I actually three. had, I'm taking a look at my notes. I had two matches that were a 9.5 Woo. and I had one, two, uh, three, four matches that were a nine. Okay. So. Wow. That like wow. I said, like there was only two matches, three matches maybe that were like a little on the weak side. Okay. For me, it was unfortunately the you know well this was an opener show, so it, it I don't know if it counted, but Allison K versus Serena Deep, it was kind of a near squash match, which I I felt it was unnecessary. But really, I didn't think it was a near it squash was good. match. When it, it was good. I felt like Serena Deep was like running away, like running for the fences at one point. You know, was, like, I well, feel like Allison yeah. Kay was, like, giving her a run for her money. Allison Kay actually did surprise me on that part. So, with their match and with, actually, the Jericho versus MJF match, they both, I both gave them a 7.5. Um, my... Because they, they were... With Serena, with Serena D being, like, the exception, like, I expected it to be kind of a 7.5 to an 8. Okay. I didn't think she would get so beat up, so it's really nice to see um, this girl that you've been telling me about, Allison K, and, like, how she can be aggressive herself. With uh, the Jericho and MJF match, it left me disappointed because I expected a little more. I expected some more cheating on both parts. Mm-hmm. The ending was pretty good. We'll get into that, but I was just like, oh, it's not what I thought. Everything else was like a fucking nine, nine point five. So your overall the, favorite match? And the uh, last one was eight point five. Um, my favorite match, being that I gave two matches. Oh man, I don't know. I can't pick. I think. Oh man, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I think my favorite match was FTR versus Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. And you know what? 
It was. I I'm will say. I will only say this. The reason why is because I've been shitting on FTR for a minute. They showcased a lot. We'll get. It, I'll get more into it when we talk about the match. But the one that impressed me the most in that match, it was a close tie between Nick Jackson and Dax Hardwood. Dax broke his fucking pinky <laughs> and kept going. I'm like, wait, nah. I, we heard. Yeah. We heard, you heard that the- post. We heard that post hit hard. Yeah. I'm like, he broke something. That metacarpal, his knuckle shattered. I don't know what he did, but it's real. And he even went over to the... Doc Samson. And he got he got all wrapped up and everything. But, you know, again, we'll get into... I'll get into that a little more. But for the match of my favorite of the night, it was between the Young Bucks and FTR versus... And versus the other one that it's a tie for was Darby Allen versus Cody Rhodes. Wow, okay. Because that was extremely impressive on the part... On Darby Allen's part. Okay. I was hating on it all week. I in, in the past podcast, I was like, Darby doesn't deserve it. I don't want him to. He a hundred percent showed last night why he a hundred percent deserves it and why he deserves to be the face of TNT. Hmm, okay. All right. What about you? What are your favorite? What was all your right. favorite? My match? top three. Um. Just putting me on the spot. I see <laughs> you. <laughs> Let's put you in the hot seat. The tag team game. match. Definitely. Of course, because it's your boys, though. Uh, yo, I've been anticipating this match for four years. That's it. So that it was absolutely everything I expected, everything that the wrestling world wanted, I believe. Um, yeah, if you, if they've been following I, as long I, as you. I have I seen see a lot of fanboys, like, up in arms about this shit, saying that it was crap. I'm like, how the f- You're just complaining because you're a you're WWE fanboy. There's Dex- no way. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Those are just people bitching. Um, so that was my top favorite yeah, match. Um, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. I felt like set the bar. For that the was night. great. That was. I gave that one there. a nine. Yeah. Um, and shockingly, John Silver versus Orange Cassidy. Yo, I gave them a nine too. That was, I loved it. It wasn't. It wasn't as comical as I thought it would be. It, like I, you hyped it you up know what? I was laughing the whole match. I was enjoying the whole match. It was funny. Um, John Silver definitely shocked you. I I saw oh, that you were shit. impressed. Um, but that mofo fucking launched Orange Cassidy like he was a paper airplane. I was like, wait, what? He could do that? Um, my least two favorite matches: the women's title match. What? Um, I gave that shit a nine. Sheeta. Yes. No, you know what? Sheeta I, you know, actually after impressed. I, after I've been Sheeta, sitting on her too. You know, Sheeta was impressive. Sheeta Nyla, was extremely Nyla, impressive. Uh, Nyla Rose? Kind of disappointed. She, well, she came back sloppy. Uh, she hasn't had practice. She was very, very sloppy. She, sloppy. she needed to tighten the gears a little but bit. I like uh, the, pun intended. I like the build... <laughs> Um, You're funny, but I like how she I was disappointed with it. I expected that to be one of the best matches of the night. I really and wanted her. To I be. was kind of a a little disappointed. Oh shit, dude! So, I um, actually gave. I actually was very impressed by. Um, he. I gave it the nine because of Hikaru. Okay. I've I can't. Been hating gi- on I can't give a match a nine just because of one person. It would have to be both people in the match for me to give it a nine. Well, I gave that match the- a six. Oh, wow. Yeah, after like rewatching it, seeing highlights, thinking about it, I gave it a six. I was very disappointed. Dang. Yeah. So um, let's go with the first match. Serena Deeb versus uh, right, Allison K. Let's get into it. All right. This match was more impressive than the AEW Women's Championship oh match. Oh, my God. You're, yeah. You're crazy. No. Um, you no. know what? Serena Deeb went no. toe-to-toe with Allison K. Yeah, yeah. Um, Allison K 
was known as Serena, uh, Sienna in TNA and Impact. Um, she was the Impact Women's Champion. She was the NWA Women's Champion. And you know what? Serena Deeb has impressed you. She's impressed all of us. But Allison K had her on her toes throughout the whole match. Which, yeah. you know what? That's entertaining to me. Seeing your champion have to keep up with their opponent, that's what's entertaining. Yeah. I'm not saying this match was a 9 out of 10. This match was like a 7.5 for me. But, um, the same. I, I gave it the same seven and a half. But you know what? I was actually more entertained with this match than I was with the main women's match. I can't believe you're saying that. Yeah. Wow. Um, I actually feel like they should have swapped the card and put this match on the main card as opposed to the Thunder Rosa match. I mean, not Thunder Rosa, the Nyla Rose match. Yeah. It's, it's how I feel, you know? Nah. Personally. I, I mean, they tre- I could see what you mean about how they treated the Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida's match being like that. But mm-hmm. um, I would have to completely, completely disagree because I was actually highly impressed by... I've been saying for a long time now that Hikaru is boring. Mm-hmm. I've been saying for a minute she's boring. And I guess they did this on purpose. Yeah. So that she could show her true aggression. She actually showed a lot of speed for me. She showed a lot of aggression against Nyla. She even taunted Nyla Rose at some point. Because Nyla was running around going all cocky-eyed. Like, you know, she, she started getting cocky. She started getting sloppy and cocky. And that was her downfall. And Nyla doesn't really do much. Like I said, she's kind of the mirror of the women. So for me, it's like... Her strongest thing is to be basically toss people around. But Hikaru was running around like a little speed wagon. Like, she was going back and forth. It was She was too fast and she couldn't keep up with her. So, it was great to see that Hikaru could have this, um, this fast pace to be able to beat a strong opponent. Especially one who's been calling her out. Oh, I've been calling you out this whole time. Whatever, whatever, whatever. So... Nyla Rose, as much as I wanted her to hold the championship, based on her performance, she didn't deserve it. And Mm -hmm. Hikaru did deserve it 100%. So for me, it was entertaining on that part. Especially with the way uh, Nyla Rose ended up taunting her by picking her head up in the three count. You know, Hikaru did it right back to her. And I, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. And I was getting into the match by then, and it was really interesting. So, with Deeb and Allison K, Allison K did do a lot of aggression on her. She, They had a lot of fun smack talk in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But even though Serena Deeb was holding on strong, K, like, kept up with her. Or even, like you said, like, kind of went toe-to-toe to her, and mm-hmm. she kind of had her a little bit running for the hills. Oh, so, absolutely. It was great to see their back and forth. And but, yo, it made me laugh when she fucking slammed Kate down. And she was just, like, face down, like, plop. Completely face plop. <laughs> oh, for the AK-47? Yeah, that was crazy. Um, you know what? Normally, that match actually looks phenomenal. I don't know what happened. I don't know what the slip-up was. But it did. It normally looks great. Um, yeah, out of all of this, like I think weak. the best part of the match actually was the ending. The outcome. Thunder Rosa come back into the ring and Ooh, look yeah. staring down Serena Deeb claiming that's my title. That's yep. mine and I'm coming for you, bitch. Yup, her music started playing. I love and her music. Yeah, oh my I god. I love her music. Whatever sick cannibal corpse fucking Mexican band this is, I don't know what it is. I like it was dope. But um 
yeah it's great to see her coming back i loved thunder rosa for a minute but she had the championship for a very short time and mm-hmm. i'm i'm glad that serena deep has it but i would like to see how this feud keeps going mm-hmm. i don't know who else but even um last week uh legit layla yeah was it she her against deep was pretty good too like yeah. she was just as a surprising opponent uh, so it's great to see these uh is serena deep the women's women? champion that we kind of needed in this division i think so because the hikaru nyla thing was dragged on for a while mm-hmm. so it was great to see this being introduced into and it's also welcoming in impact wrestlers and what is it, nwa yeah wrestlers so you know they had the impact vice president make an appearance and it's it's a fusion there's an openness to the women's where we need a lot more women to be wrestling in this division right now so it's great to see these potential people that can be coming in to possibly fuse with uh aew absolutely um after that the opening match for the the actual full year mm-hmm. was hangman page versus kenny o Mega. I was surprised this was actually the first uh, match. I thought it would have been like John Silver and Orange Cassidy. I feel like, like this the was cards. the smartest move they could have done because, like I said earlier, this was the match that set the bar. And if you didn't go above and beyond that, mm-hmm. then your match basically sucked. Put <laughs> it that way. You True. know, like these men knew each other's moves, these men knew how to reverse everything that they had for each other. Want to talk about having, going toe to toe with people? These two guys went toe to toe with each other. Oh, they were nosy and nosy to each other, as uh, close as huh? Kingston and Moxley. Yo, like uh, and they were very on, you know what? Omega is starting to show more and more his uh, true colors, show who, who he is, what he can do. Um, it wasn't just a squash match. It wasn't just no, V trigger into the one winged angel. It was an actual match, and you know what? It was better than his match with Hangman Page back in the day at. Uh, in New Japan. Oh, yeah? Absolutely. Um, okay. This match, I felt like, wasn't a five-star. It wasn't... A, it was maybe a four-and-a-half stars. I gave it, like, a... I gave this match a nine. Absolutely. I gave it a nine as well. Um, But, you know what? There were a couple of things in this match that I thought were absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> First off, you saw Kenny Omega's agility. Um, yes. Him doing... The moonsault off the railing on the outside after yep. he kept getting slammed. On the slammed. barricade, yeah. Oh my god. That was really cool to see him do. Uh, it shows that he's not just a heavy hitter. It shows that he can actually fly. Oh, he's know? versatile. Um, the way that he actually hits his tope suicina, mm-hmm. like his form, um, the way that he hit that standing hurricanrana, it, it shows that he has versatility. He has power, and you know what? I could say the same thing for Hangman. Because Hangman can fly. Hangman can do any aerial act. He is quick as hell. Like, there were moments where they kept going for each other's moves. And you know what? I think my favorite thing was when he actually reversed the one-winged angel and went to go put Kenny into one for his own. Yeah, that they... Yeah. Oh, man. You oh, said man. so much, so I'm just, like, recollecting the whole night now. Yeah. Um, um, it really was great from what I... It was more than I expected. I can honestly say that. Um, personally, I was a little upset that none of the Elite came out to celebrate. Yeah, you did predict that it would um, do something... Like, either interference or something to do with... 
uh, the Young Bucks, but um, on my points of like the match, I really enjoyed it because of everything that I I anticipated this to be as great or better than the Penta versus Ray match, and that match had me like highly impressed. So I was like, all right. These two have been getting hyped up for a minute now, so I'm getting a little bit of high expectations that I want to be met, and they completely met my expectations and more. I agree with everything that you were saying about all their different moves. They really mirrored each other very well, and they're both different versatile types of wrestlers. Mm -hmm. So it's really nice to have seen their chemistry going so well together. There was a few times I was left on the edge of my seat where I was like, oh my God, that's not going to be it. That's not going to be it though. Oh, it's not it. You know, so it was a lot of clear near falls. There was a lot of crazy aggros to both people. Like they both countered really well. They both had, it was even great cinematography for me. Like the way they were filming uh, the match Every every different camera angle was so dope. I, that cane, I really, the really crane loved camera it. itself. That oh, there shots. was like a zoom in shot that was really great for the way they showcased that. Like if you know, they keep up with this type of cinematography. Like this is why, um, AEW pleases me so much for my eye. Like it's it's a eye pleaser because you get to see the things happening. You don't have a cameraman having a spastic attack. To show like, oh my god, somebody got a punch and it's like the wackest punch. Yeah. These guys actually give their all and everything. And it, yo, they've been slapping each other all night and they were taking those hits. That yeah. wasn't just for show. That was like, nah, this is how I could do it more. That, I could do it more. That Tiger Driver was the scariest yeah. moment in the match where uh, Hangman's head legit yo, hit on the mat he, and looked like it slipped underneath him. He bounced like a bobblehead. I was just like, bro, he either... Came out of that saying, oh, man, that felt good. Or he shrank two inches. Because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it was um, it was a little scary. That part was scary for me. Okay. But I was extremely impressed of uh, Paige reversing the one-winged angel into the one-winged angel also. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of holy shit moments on my part. Yep. There was a lot of rolling elbows like going back and forth. And, yo, we had a lot of AE dub chants because this was a really intense match. It was a really good start of the show. It was a great um, opener. Oh, yeah. I will agree that it was a great opener. This is a great way to start the match. Like, you didn't even have time to grab your beers or drinks or anything. Like, we're like, oh, shit, it's starting. It's already on. Like, it's them. You know? But um, it was really great. I'm really glad and happy that Omega got it in for the win. And it wasn't drawn out either. It wasn't. No, it was very like to well. the point for the match. It was a perfect time limit for me, um, and you know what? It, people are saying it's predictable. Kenny Omega was gonna win. Yada this, yada that. But there are also people that were hardcore Hangman Page fans who were oh, adamant that he was going to win uh... because he's been on this winning streak as of late, and Kenny Omega just came up out of nowhere, you know, so. I'm thrilled. Kenny Omega won. Um, we're going to see him versus the AEW champion. Yep. Um, we'll get into that later on. You're in a title shot against them. Yep. So, uh, me, that was a 9 out of 10. That I match. gave it the same thing. 9 out of 10 because it was very intense. It was really well done. There was a lot of great a lot of great performance by both people. Mm-hmm. And they impressed me highly, both of them. Because Hangman, I've been like, I... He impressed me with the match against Wardlow. 
Okay. That one, he impressed me with that one. Um, Would you say this is his best this outing is the best in I've AEW? Seen him, this is the best I've seen him solo so far. Okay, solo, yes. yes. Solo, I agree with that, solo. As a solo person, I'm glad, I'm glad that he didn't go with the whole drunken personality I'm thing. I'm shocked they didn't bring that up at all once. I'm glad, but... We did have him make an appearance later on in the night. Oh, he was, he was brooding. <laughs> but uh, so, um, for now, this was uh, definitely a top match. It was great. It was great opener, and I completely loved it. So uh, next up, we had John Silver and Orange Cassidy, which the two clowns was, of AE Dub. <laughs> you know what? We were laughing this whole match. The, this whole John Silver match. is the perfect troll, man. Uh, just his face. Like, it's, he has so many different expressions on his face that are all comical. Um, one, he's a... <laughs> we know that Orange Cassidy is a comedy wrestler. Um, we know that he also can flip the script at any moment and turn the lights on and be like, oh no, fuck you, you don't ex- expect this. Uh, John Silver... is very different. I don't know. He's he's not so verbal, and mm-hmm. then he's verbal when he wants to be. So he yeah. is truly the sloth king. So, um, John Silver, I believe this is the first time you're watching him. This is the first time I see him actually wrestling, yes. In a one-on-one match, I believe. Because he has been on tag team matches, triples matches. You've seen him with Cole Cabana. Yeah, and I've ignored him. Um, yeah, which I don't know why. Um, we did see him in that tag team match with Alex Reynolds a couple weeks ago where he went nuts. <laughs> but uh, these two complemented each other so well. So well. I agree. Um, in the very beginning... When Orange is going to put his hands in his pockets. The slower he went, John Silver was just on, going lower and lower following his hands. No! No! Don't and do the, it! No! And the referee is peeking behind them and is doing the same thing. Just watching and watching and watching. And then it's, oh! Moment. Entertaining-wise, I think this was one of my favorites. Well, I know this is one of my favorites. This was uh, a fun match. It was very fun. It was better than I expected. I won't lie. Um, I it surprised did, me more than I thought. Seeing, it wasn't so much the same thing for me, but... Seeing John Silver rip Orange Cassidy's pockets out and eating them oh, <laughs> was man. so different. I wanted to mention that, but yeah, I'm like, I love that part. That, I didn't expect that. He got so mad. John Silver was getting so mad. He's like, that doesn't... Even when Orange Cassidy did his like sloth kicks... He's like, that doesn't hurt. That, none of this hurts. It doesn't do anything. What are you doing? And the whole crowd, including us, were just like, oh, 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 oh. It was really funny. And that's when, like, uh, John Silver got really pissed off and he ripped his pockets out. I was like, oh. Johnny Hungy, what do you expect? He started eating them. He started eating the fucking pockets. That was funny. Um, The crowd, actually, for this match was very 50-50. It was, let's yeah. go Silver Cassidy. Like, yeah. the whole time. And that's what makes a great match. Yeah. The crowd being into it. Not just the AEW wrestlers in the crowd, but the actual fans. The actual fans, The yeah. fans. Almost a Because there's a difference, guys. Yeah, they. I believe Tony Khan said that they sold out a thousand seats. So that's a lot, yo. It was a lot of that's social lot. distancing from what we saw on screen, and it was like, it was good to see that people were able to appreciate and be at this like grand pay per view because mm-hmm. it was really great. And I will agree that with you with that um, John Silver and Orange Cassidy are both 
very different styles but complemented each other very well like to me it was legit peanut butter and jelly yeah you know they they had their own little things because yo john silvers completely surprised me completely surprised me because he was able to toss cassidy across the ring not once but twice back to back we had a lot of let's go silver freshly squeezed mm-hmm. like there was a lot of those type of chants and they both have different styles but yo silver surprised me he um, was dominating orange cassidy a lot even yep. even fucking picked him up with one hand i'm like what yeah the one-handed grill press slam he that was a shocker this tiny little man picked up orange i mean not orange cassidy not the biggest man no nah. but it was still impressive because he caught him off of the top rope the spin doctor his finisher is that what it is the spin doctor that the little f10 yeah that, that <laughs> the torture rack into the f10 that shit was Yo, nuts I, I have like what the fuck on my notes like 10 times for them it was crazy they Mm -hmm. had crazy great combos with each other and even though uh, silver dominated i was getting a little bit into i was like oh no is silver really gonna fucking no is he gonna win i was getting annoyed but i was was like so i was on the edge of my seat i was like yes you know what i don't care who won in your face all i'm glad about is that we had a very entertaining match cassidy one i, I would freshly love to see squeezed. these two as a tag team actually because they are like peanut butter and jelly freshly squeezed yeah what they call him clementine kip sabian called, yeah, him clementine. called him clementine <laughs> later on in the night um, so yes cassidy did win i love both these men you know i can't be mad for either of them winning or e- either of them losing yeah um, but i was really happy that you, your boy didn't win so as much as he impressed me uh, look you know i'm what? glad my boy reigns i'm just happy he had his time to shine like I said the other day, that's all I wanted for the man was for him he to have his time to shine. Him. And you know what? I'm sure he impressed the world at this point. Fuck yeah! If they didn't, if they were not impressed by that, by that, by, by the fucking spin doctor, DK, mm-hmm. the two freaking he tossed Orange Cassidy like a paper airplane, bro. Like yep. that was crazy. Yep. And and glided like that. And glide. Yo, I I just couldn't believe. I was surprised that Orange Cassidy didn't actually do more sloth style he did like the basic sloth style moves mm-hmm. i was really hoping for him to land the, the orange, orange splash orange splashes it i was really hoping for it but he did pull out the orange punch and the beach break for the win yeah so i'm really happy that orange won it was a very fun match it was very hilarious very entertaining to see johnny hungy against the freshly squeezed orange cassidy i gave us an eight out of ten Eight, I give, I give it a it nine. Eight. I give it a nine because I was impressed by, again, I was highly impressed by both men keeping up with each other, and how they're showcasing these undercards. Yeah, you know, so it was a really great match. I think it was on point. I loved it. This was one of my favorite. I gave it the nine mostly out of the entertainment value okay. of it. Definitely the the ripping the pockets and and the impression the impressive things that John Silver did. I liked a lot, so. Now let's talk impressive. Darby Allen. Yes. Darby Allen. I was yo. He it was like match was after ferocious. match, match after match after match. I was getting impressed by these cards that I was like, no way could they keep up with this person, mm-hmm. and they did. Yep. Omega, uh, Hangman kept up completely with Omega. Uh, John Silver kept up completely with Orange Cassidy, and Darby Allen indeed kept up very much with Cody Rhodes. He even had Cody Rhodes 
like fuming because Cody Rhodes pulled out his little fucking uh, push-ups. And usually um, the, Cody starts doing that when he's getting cocky and pissed. Put it this way. um, Darby has the speed now. And Mike, yeah, what a size difference. And Cody doesn't have that speed anymore. No. You saw Cody actually sluggish, kind of yeah. uh, getting furious that he couldn't keep up with that. He built but up the 14 pounds, bro. That 14 pounds will slow you down. Mm-hmm. 100%. I'm completely happy with the way this went down. We do have a new TNT champion. Yes, congratulations. Congratulations, Darby Allen. You impressed us all. Um, 100% deserved it. I didn't think you were going to pull it out the way you did, but you know what? In the prediction show, I said it was going to go to Cody because Cody just got the title back. Um, But you know what? Darby deserved it the way that he showed off um i'm just over here like how are they gonna follow this yeah because darby allen has been that name that's been similar to how he's been in the rafters like mm-hmm. he's been he's been that last card that people are thinking to see and talk about and you know we we've only seen him with his little feud against ricky starks yeah but now this is going to build up the feud even further with him and Ricky Starks being that Darby is a new champion. Mm-hmm. Now, with... I didn't think... I went with Cody because I was like, it probably is going to be someone else. They're going to pull out of nowhere and give them the win the similar way they did with Brody Lee. Mm-hmm. But with Darby Allen, he he was extremely impressive this night. Like, he was... Um, he was extremely fast mm-hmm. extremely agile and cody was completely surprised like he tried to cody tried to do everything and anything to darby he tried to work on his left arm and despite the size difference darby fucking took it all he kept up and he did everything he could to keep up and showed no remorse no um he showed no quitting mm-hmm. um one thing that did shock me was that he did use his name Cody Rhodes. Oh, that was Justin one. Justin Roberts said Rhodes. The he American said Rhodes. He has Nightmare, his full name back. The Prince of Pro Wrestling. When he said Cody, I was like, "Oh, it's coming!" The whole everybody erupted. We were everybody in erupted. We Not just in, in our household, but in the crowd too. Um, now you know how I know Cody was. Running scared. When? When he attempted the crossroads from the top rope. Yo! When my God. you have to take your finisher and make it even more devastating. That was extremely That means that you impressive. have to do whatever you can to get this person and get that three count. Yep. To put them down and put them out. And you he know did what? The crossroads over the top rope, guys. That, like, that was ish, my holy shit moment. Yeah, too. that was the holy shit moment for the night. This is awesome. Not the night, but for the this match. This is awesome. That's what we had right following that right after that. Because uh-huh. that was indeed extremely crazy. Yeah. They um, did that could have gone wrong in so many ways, but it was. I'm great over to here, see like, how do you turn like that midair? Because like you just keep going with that momentum. That that scared me. Well, you've seen how many times Darby goes into those gyms that have like the foam balls. You could imagine they probably went yeah, there. You know, absolutely. They've had it looked like they practiced it enough, and they did really well with being able to execute it yeah. as well as they did. It mm-hmm. was extremely impressive on both their parts. 
I'll tell you this much. When he hit the float over stunner and then hit the coffin drop, mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no way that, that this is going to be a three count. I was like, yo, he's going to kick out. He's going to kick out. And when he didn't, when he got the three count, I oh, I was about that to... Was like, that wasn't then yet. No, that that was how it ended. He hit no, a float... It yes, it did. He hit a float over stunner and then hit the coffin drop. He hit the... I thought it was called the Last Supper. The Last Supper... Oh, that was before? Yeah, the Last Supper is oh. a form of a pin. Oh. Yeah, it's like a crucifix pin. It's a weird looking pin. It was cool. Oh, but it, I like. It's well, the first time that we've actually seen that in AEW too, I believe. Oh yeah, that was like yeah. a new, a new uh, debut move. Um, for AEW, yes. For okay. past, no. Um, but yeah, like yeah, I was Cody saying, he was about to use his belt on him, and then ooh, he just yeah. came at him with a jackknife. He came at him with the Last Supper, and mm-hmm. then he started. And the way they rolled back and forth, I was like, oh, they're going to do this. And then it was like, one, two, oh, one, two, uh-huh. oh, one, two, three, why? We like jump, we jump. I jumped out the bed. I, I didn't. I was like, holy shit. That's what you want from pro wrestling. You want that holy shit. Yes. Like this that was unexpected. So good. That it, was a very unexpected I thing. I can't lie. There were so many moments in the night where I was like, all right, this is definitely going to happen. You know, like, we've talked about this. <laughs> this shit's gonna happen. You and foes gonna be predictable. It's like they flipped the script on us. I loved it. So you had a lot of... You You were uh, I having would, a lot of, like, uh, predictions. I was having a lot of doubt, actually. Doubt? You oh. know what? I was like... I it was thinking to myself. my expectations in a little more than they... Like, I was oh, hyped for it, and I was glad to be... my expectations. Aww. Um, <laughs> I had a lot of doubt, not for this match alone, but for... The night overall, how it was going to go down. Yeah. Um, because, you know what? We didn't know when the next pay-per-view was going to be. Uh, we didn't know yeah, a lot. Like, put it this way. Like, they have not much, nowhere else to go, I felt, after this. So, it's like, what are they going to do? Where, what stops are they going to pull out? What can happen next? Oh, but man, they, they pulled out every stop. They kept going. And they did. That train only came to two different stops, and that was it. Um... But the whole time it was an express train. So uh I completely agree. It was very fast paced and I was like, oh man, this is just the beginning of the night. This is crazy and I kind of expected Cody to have a heel turn of sorts. Oh, um, at the, after he yeah, won? After Darby Allen won Yo, the belt. Arn's face, though. Arn's face was just like, you son of a bitch. Like earlier on, he told me he's like, don't let him pull that shit. Don't let him pull that shit on you. Mm-hmm. Fucking focus. And Arn's been yelling at him for a minute. Yeah. So it was a little predictable on the part that uh, Arn has been getting mad at him. Yeah. And also, the way they were promoting Darby Allen before the show on the red carpet special and even the little um, promo they had before the actual match. Yeah. You could tell Darby was definitely going to win it. They were hyping him up. He's like, yo, I've been this person that's just been in the background. Nobody knows who Darby Allen is. And if I lose this, people are going to be like, who's Darby Allen? Uh-huh. And I love the way, I love, love, love the way JR was like, there is a new TNT champion and his name is Darby Allen. It sounded very much like his name was Robert Paulson. Oh, like, man. <laughs> it was very, <laughs> but I was really happy for him. I said, good for you. He, Darby is indeed the ace of spades. He deserves it 100%. And he even got chance 
from the crowd saying that he deserved it. Man, he looked like he was going to cry. Yo, Cody got down on one knee. This is when I thought he was actually... him the belt. That's exactly when I thought he was going to uh, flip the script and that heel turn. That was so sweet. I thought he was going to actually attack him with the belt. Mm. I really did. I thought he was going to attack him with either the belt or hand him the belt and then just start pummeling him. Because, you know, that's kind of classic heel turn move. Yeah, but, um, I'm glad it played out the way it I'm did. happy like, he's he like, you, did. You deserved it, man. Yeah, but... um, Like he said, he found him. He recruited him himself. Yeah. So he's proud that he showed his tenacity can overtake him. He could defeat this champion that's been champion for a long time. before, Even before AEW, he's been a great champion. Yeah. So it's like, Darby proved his point. He proved his point on why he deserves it, and it was great. But, yo, we had Taz interrupting everything and going uh-huh. in the party. Team Taz came out. Hey, it's party. Um, <laughs> it's a party so, uh, night. Yeah, Taz came out. He's like, oh, cut the emotions, cut the bullshit. Yeah. You don't like, know. done with the crying and the feelings. You don't know how to be a champion because you've never been a champion, but I expected this from you mm-hmm. kind of shit. Um, and then Brian Cage and Ricky it, Starks, of course, attack them. Um. Starks knocked out Arn Anderson yeah. on the side. Yeah, oh, it was Starks. Uh, it was Starks who knocked out Arn. Then he went into the ring with uh, Cage. Cage already knocked out uh, Darby, Darby Allen. Yeah. And yo, Brian Cage grabbing Cody by the neck and throwing him into fucking uh, Ricky Starks for yeah. that spear. Yeah, that was fierce. But one thing that was like, all right, this is where they can go now, was. When Cage and Starks both lifted the title, yeah, and it was like tug of war there. Yeah, and it was like, Taz who had to stop them, like be mm-hmm. like, "All right, knock it off," and then they went back to business. Uh-huh. Yo, we're gonna get a little Starks versus Cage match here. We're huh? getting teases. We're getting teases. He's gonna Starks is definitely built up to be this undercard as well, and mm-hmm. we definitely see him getting built up in a similar way. And Cage is right now the FTW champion, mm-hmm. so. Do you think that Starks is going to challenge him for the FTW belt? Have they fought already? Ooh, no, not that I know of. Not in AEW at all. But, yo, Cage is number one contender. Interesting. So, Cage would get a shot at that belt before Starks would. Because we have no one contender for the AEW title. Okay. So, now we need a number one contender for the... FTW. For, not the FTW, oh. but for the... What's it called? The TNT title. Oh, okay. But, you know what? Like you said, we need a number one contender for the FTW chat title now. Mm-hmm. Maybe that could be Starks. Maybe, Maybe Starks is like, yo, Cage is being a little greedy. You know, he's got one title. Why does he need another? Ah, uh, like, that could yeah. be his with the... It's he like, could be talking to Taz about that and saying like something how, like that. Wh- why, can't, why am I being looked over? You know, like, you, Taz gave you one. Is he going to give you another one? I mean, Ricky Starks has been this little tantrum maker for a while now, too. Because, I like, look him. what they did... Even after they had that little tug-of-war thing, you know, Taz is like, yo, just go over there, take care of business. And they both went over to put Darby Allen on the car. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what Ricky Starks was about to do, but he was going to slam the car door into Darby Allen's arm. Uh-huh. Yo, I thought he was going to back, like, do a backflip onto yeah, the I thought so too. windshield I thought or something. Yeah, I thought so, too. like, a moonsault or some shit, like, onto the, tr- onto the trunk of the car. But, not sorry, not the trunk, the hood of the car. But I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is, what are they going to do? What are they doing? Like, oh my God, they're not going to do this to him. But we have Will Hobbs coming to defend him. Mm-hmm. And he had a chair and chased them away. Yo, Hobbs almost broke his arm by accident. <laughs> he came so close to shutting that door I by got accident. scared. I was like, oh my God, he's going to hit his arm. 
my mistake. Oh, shit. No, not Darby, not Darby. But I'm glad that he was actually okay. He didn't get hurt at all. And we just have, like, you know, a champion that even though he was weakened, he did put up a big fight. And I loved it. Good for you, man. You deserve it, Darby. Congratulations, Darby. So, so next up. <laughs> Sorry, I, am, I didn't mean to cut you. No, it's all right. I am just like, uh, I'm upset with this match. Put it that way. Oh, man. This yeah. is where me and you differ. Like, I was actually, I was impressed on Sheeta's part with this match with Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Sheeta for the women's AEW title. And um, I don't know, for a little bit, Vicky has been yelling at Nyla, but I mm-hmm. thought that would be like the fuel for her fire. And it was actually the other way around. But real quick, I would just like to point out that she must have gone, Nyla Rose, must have gone to the same place where Eddie Kingston got his eyebrows done. Yo, they Cause she pulled off. She pulled off the shaved, that shaved eyebrow goes way back into the 90s if you guys don't know like that, that was a big thing in the 90s a lot of people got that usually more guys than anything but i had been wanting to do that for a minute i don't have enough hair on my eyebrows to pull it off but i'm gonna try to because um nyla rose like gave me that jump to want to do that like i'm like i've been obsessed with these eyebrows for these guys for these people for the longest and i'm like oh my god it's just such a nice throwback but anyway i digress uh it was great to see hikaru actually be so impressive as she was i did not Mm -hmm. expect her to be so fast i thought she i thought she was gonna pull out the same boring shit that i was always like seeing her do i'm like ah she's so like lanky and lazy with the way she does things but it ended up being the other way around where nyla was in fact lazy yeah in the way she was doing things very clunky very sloppy like needed to tighten up the screws very cocky and greedy too Mm mm-hmm so, um, she was pissing Vicky off. She's like, get Part of me is like, yo, does <laughs> she don't need someone bigger than her? To, yeah. To awesome con. Well, what I'm saying is, does she need someone bigger than her to actually show what she has yeah. and what she can do? Hey, whatever happened to Rio? Rio stuck in Japan. Oh. COVID. Yeah, dog. Yeah. So, um... Oh, life is crazy lately, guys. Uh, I don't... I feel like she's not good when she's with people who are smaller than her. Um, well, like, she... Her against Rio was mistake, she had okay. A good, she had a good match against... Oh, who are you talking about, Nyla? I'm talking about Sheeta. Oh, okay. I think Sheeta needs somebody bigger than her to actually show her strength and show her power and show her agility. Because well, that's what I thought she was gonna do with Hikaru. Like I was surprised. That's that's the one thing that I would give it. I would bring it down to like an eight point five this match because of that. Because Nyla should have been tossing her around a lot more. Like I I had a lot more Sheeta notes than I did of Nyla. Because Nyla, we had the crowd cheering for both of them. Mm-hmm. But Hikaru was completely dominating. Absolutely, Nyla. She showed so why surprised. she's champ. Yeah, finally. Yeah. <laughs> it only took her eight defenses. <laughs> I know. It's like like her match with Thunder Rosa was pretty good. That was even but, lackluster to me too. But see, that's the only match I could remember of Hikaru. Like Hikaru hasn't impressed me enough for me to remember the matches that she's had with other women. I could only remember certain people. Even and Serena right now, Deeb's match with her was lackluster. 
Well, Serena she, Deeb had her running for the hills. Exactly. Duh. Deeb was doing better in that match than Sheeta was. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, when is Sheeta gonna shine? Sheeta finally shined. She finally she shined like a diamond. This mm-hmm. Shine like a diamond. But it's such a shame when you're waiting for someone to shine like that, and your opponent doesn't shine the same way. Like yes, with, I agree with John that. Silver and Orange Cassidy, they were both diamonds. They were both diamonds in the roughs. I was expecting so much more from Nyla. Me too. I can't, I can't even lie too. about that. No, me too. Um, I felt like... And Vicky. I'm over here like... I thought Vicky was going to be a lot more involved the same way Tully gets involved with FTR. Like, I thought... She hit Sheeta with the kendo stick. The kendo... Did she get... Did she? I think I took notes down that, during that um, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Nyla was down and the ref was counting and Vicky comes up and whack. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. on... While they're both outside. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Unfortunately, she like launched Nyla Rose into Vicky. Mm-hmm. And Vicky's like, ah, my neck. but i I will agree with you that nyla did not show the impression she first gave us back when she was still wrestling and i don't know if it's because for me i'm giving the benefit of the doubt that she's been out for a minute she hasn't had real practice Mm -hmm. her first match back is against a champion yeah so it's like I was hoping for that whole hiatus thing to come out and be like, she's a Bobby Fisher. She came out and she came back as oh, champion. Man. <laughs> she's, and, and then she just goes retires. back into hibernation. Yeah. <laughs> and retires back into hibernation the way WWE does it bullshit, right? Yeah. But um, I gave it the nine on the fact that I was completely impressed by Hikaru. And I appreciate that Nyla is falling off from Vicky. The, the Vixens are breaking up. And seeing where Vicky will go next. Yo, I'm over here like, yo, Vicky's gonna go get someone better. Someone, well, maybe not better, but someone else. Like, someone that can get the job done. Maybe a new card could be that. A like, new wrestler yeah. coming out? I, hey, I... Because we were denied the surprise card. Um, You know, we had a surprise card, it just wasn't who I we, thought it well, was. Well, we had, we had other types of surprise cards. We didn't get the shock factor we thought we would get with a debut of a wrestler yeah we just seen some old faces i've only recognized one of those faces but um we'll get that into we'll get into that in a moment but like this match i gave it i'll i'll bring it down to an 8.5 on the sole fact that nyla didn't really keep up with hikaru as i thought she would it, it was a total um what's the What's the little guy? David versus Goliath. Okay. It was a very much... Um, I said the little guy versus that giant. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very much like that. Hikaru is a small girl. It and was. She showed a lot of like um, tenacity that night. I was like, oh, she's finally showing off what she can do. She can do something. So it was good to see that on her part. See, back she in May... really surprised me. Back in May, they did fight each other. This is when Nyla did lose the title to Sheeta. Um, yeah, she played cocky and reckless. Um, I believe that match was actually better than this. I booed the shit out of this match. I was so mad. I was like, boo. Yeah. Um, the only good thing that came out of this match to me was the whole Vicky want... Guerrero thing at the end where she yelled at Nyla and Nyla sat there like a dog and no, took not, it. No, Nyla yelled back at her. Yeah, but after... And then Vicky slapped her. Uh-huh. And, and that's she when she was it. like, oh... She took I'm it. I'm sorry. And she cowered down. She, she put her tail between her legs and she was like, oh shit. I Yes, I, master. I, yes. 
it was a very um oh man she's sad to see vicky like it looks like vicky gave up on her you think she just gave up on her completely yeah yeah i completely do um i think she's gonna go get another talent i think we're gonna have a new star i think we're getting a debut soon um so i would love to see a new girl come in like i said in the prediction show i was hoping for tessa blanchard like at that moment, if Tessa came out and Vicky showed her alliance with her, oh my god, I would have been like, "Holy shit!" She will but be... Tessa doesn't really need someone to speak for her. Put it that way. No, but can you imagine two good shit talkers talking together? Yeah, it's it's like how Lance Archer is now with Jake the Snake. Archer yeah, can talk Archer his shit. Archer has gotten better with with his uh, speaking. Like mm-hmm. he's doing really good. I like that. Yeah. So um, I'm interested to see where this is gonna go and who Sheeta's next opponent is gonna be. Because, like I said, if she didn't need someone who was bigger to actually show her aggression, yo, we got that in Tessa. Yeah. Because her, yeah. the next number one contender is Penelope Ford. Penelope Ford. Penelope Ford is entertaining, but she's not a champion. She hasn't impressed me yet. So, I no. I see that she just holding on to the, t- the title until probably january Boo. maybe february because january is gonna be beach break they said Boo. and then february is gonna be revolution Boo. so maybe we get the revolution <laughs> then with the new champion but i'm digress that's just yeah uh, you yeah know, let's see what happens regardless now the next match was match of the night yeah this was what i wanted and more this we- was probably definitely um my favorite match of the night as well. Um, FTR versus Young Bucks. Now, if you tried to write notes for this. I now, did. I did. I, I don't know how. I wrote whack-ass, pompous-ass FTR. Yeah. <laughs> and what happened? They impressed me. Yeah, well, yeah, Cash Wheeler like did pull off some moves that I was like, oh, he could do that. But That 450 splash? That yeah, springboard 450? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but Dax impressed me the most after he kept going with a broken fucking hand like he even punched matt in the face with a broken hand he did moves with a broken hand he fucking picked up people with broken hand fucking cash tagged him in <laughs> and hit his hand he even, but what about that push he gave him though have you noticed that they were like being a little well that specifically dax was being pushy onto cash i think dax was a little uh not concussed but i think he was in shock like his body went to shock and he didn't know what to do at a certain point because of the pain factor that was going through his body i don't know if him attacking cash was on purpose it, I don't know. I, it looked like he shoved him because of, you hit my hand, motherfucker. He shoved hell? him and he did the shoulder block to him, like, as well, and knocked him completely on his ass. I'm, like, over here, like, yo, what is going on? Why are FTR fighting each other? Like, there shouldn't be dissension in the ranks right now. It's interesting, like, though, because they didn't have Tully by the side. No. To kind of keep them a, in line. Tully was allowed not to. allowed. Tully was not allowed in this match to be on ringside. So Tully wasn't allowed in the match, and if Nick and matt lost this match yeah they were no longer allowed to go for the tag team titles correct so we had a couple of good uh stipulations for this match itself um very this is another intense match like the whole night was intense for me yeah very intense this was a good good i loved seeing them single out matt the whole time the beginning half yeah Um, i was hoping for matt to be the shining star what is it called you you said something else last night um i don't even remember what i said last night uh, 
the there's one person that usually takes a lot of the hits in the falls. Oh, the grunt? Not the grind. No. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, uh, I, there were so many things being said last night, I couldn't even remember what was being said. I'm not um, sure I remember. You keep talking. So, uh, <laughs> I love how Nick gets the hot tag. That's the one. That's what I meant oh. to say that he's the hot tag. Oh, the hot tag is when... <laughs> if you don't know, a hot tag is when one person... And your tag team is getting the shit kicked out of them by your opponents. And the hot tag is when you (laughs) do everything you can to come back and get that tag to your uh, partner and make the jump. And when your partner comes in, the hot tag is your partner going nuts and basically being on crack. Crack, crack, crack. That's exactly what I was trying to get to. I thought Matt would be the hot tag of the night but because of the injury i see why they isolated him and knocked him out they kept working on his leg and nick was the hot tag and nick was really 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 impressive because he was a lot faster than i seen him wrestle he was a lot i don't need i couldn't even there was no notes i could write down of like what they were doing i could only say like everything was too fast to write both of them were brutal against each other Mm -hmm. And fucking Dax hand. I said Dax hurt for real, for real. Like he he hit. There's a point that he hit cash, you know. But Nick was extremely impressive. I wrote down that they were both intense, but both impressive. They were also great chemistry with each other. I was like, this is what I would hope from a Kenny Omega and Hangman with uh, Ray Phoenix and Penta. Okay. You know, it was very much like that for me. It's like, oh man, like two versus those two. Like that was crazy because I totally see FTR representing Omega and Hangman's types of styles and agility. Whereas Young Bucks is more like Ray Phoenix and Penta with the high flying and the fancy twinsies moves and the way they combine everything. They both, Nick did a beautiful 450 splash as well as Cash Wheeler. But yo, how about Cash fucking doing the two sweet? And oh, the fuck you. Yo, that was kind of a, <laughs> a kick to the balls. Put it that way. That was a slap to the face and kick to the balls. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, this is who the Young Bucks are. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, because you know what? I've gone to so many Ring of Honor matches. I've seen... Has Nick been the hot tag for a while? Um, You know what? They'll trade back and forth who will be the grunt itself and who gets the hot tag. But um, okay, usually I'm usually used to seeing Matt being the hot tag. All right, so Matt usually Matt used to be the one who was well. He used to be. He still is. Matt used to have a back injury, a lower back injury, and it's like it got to a point where if he got the hot tag, he would actually freak out. He would Hulk up, and he would end up like doing multiple uh oh uh, what are they called? What kind of suplexes are they called? Ah, I forgot the name of the suplex, but he would do like three in a row. It was even in the stampede match where he did the whole length of the football field. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) he kept going. He just kept going and going and going. So usually it was the energizer bunny. Back in the day, it was Nick who used to be the grunt and take all the beatings. Um, they kind of changed it up. They changed it up a little bit. They let Matt take the grunt of it all. Yeah. Um, 
this was so impressive for both of them. This is definitely their both both their best matches in AEW to date. I um, agree. This is on par for me with Young Bucks versus Hangman and Kenny Omega. One hundred percent. I didn't think we were going to get a better tag team match this year than that. Really? And yo. They're this both neck and neck. for me for Ray versus Penta. I can't even uh, compare it to that because so much happened. This, well, for, so for much one, happened. It's, for one, it's not uh, one versus one. It's two versus two. Yeah. So, yeah. Because it's like but the moment one person couldn't me, do something, all the person was able to come and get something done. Like. For me, it was, it was the, it was the anticipation of the, what's going to happen next. That's, that's what is on par for me with both matches is that they both kind of like had me on my tippy toes it's like oh shit very edge of the seat feeling and very um excited very entertained very very entertained i was actually very thrilled that they the young bucks paid homage to tag teams of old of their uh childhood they did the 3d on dax from oh, just like the dully boys yeah and then they did the twist of fate into the Swanton Bomb, just like the Hardy Boys. Uh, you know what? Not for me. I kind of expected. Uh, I was like, "Is this it?" There to be more. Is this it? I knew there was have to be win. more. They have to win. There's no way. FTR did their own version of the BTE trigger. Yo, they did. They did. What did they call it? They called it the the FTR trigger. <laughs> oh, no! I thought it was a DIY trigger. DIY. I guess. <laughs> they did a FTR did a DIY trigger and um yeah it fucking they even brought out an old sharpshooter woo yeah they did the cease and desist yep. um when both of them are doing the sharpshooter together it's mm-hmm. called cease and desist yo they it was fucked up named it's... that based off of a lawsuit from WWE where oh. they actually sent them a cease and desist letter that's right that's yeah. right I forgot about um that. So, overall, guys... Yo, it was fucked up that Nick super kicked uh, Dax's hand, his broken hand, though. Did you catch that? Yo, Dax kept... Oh, I felt bad for Dax. I really did. You could see the so pain. So did I. You saw the pain in his eyes. He was like, At one point, I, I was like, is he gonna cry? You were like, he. they probably uh, put lidocaine on him just to numb it out. Yeah, they probably put something on him to like just help him out with the shock value because... This is this is where I got scared. Like I'm like I hope nobody gets hurt or anything or actually injured because it would suck if like the match ends shorter than it was. So it, I thought it was about to. Yeah. But Dax is like nah nah nah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna keep going anyway. I'm gonna do this. And he fucking did. He he went on to like do different moves. He he tried to keep his hand. You could notice the times where he tried to keep his hand off. That shit was bleeding. It was swollen. Yeah. It was really bad, but yo, like I don't know. For me, it's like they. He impressed me with the way he kept going, man. I can't. I cannot believe. I just can't believe. <laughs> so, uh, currently, that puts FTR at a twelve and one yeah. record since mm-hmm. they did lose this match last night. Right. Um, they are still number one contenders technically so they can have a rematch i think they're gonna drag this out a little bit i think they're gonna have a rematch um yeah because dax has to get that shit healed now like yeah he wrote out the adrenaline 
He wrote out the adrenaline through the night, mm-hmm. but he needs to truly heal, and he needs to take it easy on that hand. I can't believe that he was punching people with that hand, though. Like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me, Yo, bro? Yo, you have to sell everything. He's in shock and on adrenaline, so mm-hmm. I was like, whatever he is doing, he's Gucci. Yeah. He's doing it. Um, Personally, favorite match of the night. Um, I'm going to give this my first 10. Wow. This is my first 10 for everything. First for all year. First 10. 10 out of 10, guys. This match ex- my beat my expectations. 10. This match was hyped up for me for four years. I remember seeing well, that's true, Matt and Nick tweeting about FTR mm-hmm. back in the day. And I'm like, yo, there's no way they're actually going to pull this off. <laughs> like, FTR are NXT boys. They're completely staying with WWE for life. This is their style. No flips, just fists. Yeah. And you know what? It got to a point oh, man. where... You say fists. It got to a point where their fists were so fucked up, they needed to use those flips. Yeah, like, and, and, and they did that indeed last night. Um, Which they kind of did a... They have been doing some high-flying moves over the past couple of weeks compared to well, yeah. their normal... But um, they were a lot. Set. I don't know. They were uh, the chemistry between them and the Young Bucks was a lot more better than the way the the way they were with other teams. They they impressed me with Young Bucks as much as the SCU okay. impressed me. Them versus SCU, even them versus um, Private who was, Party. Who was another? Was it Private Party? Private Party no, was no, this Private past Party week. got dragged out for me a little bit because I was like, all right, this is typical. They're making Isaiah be the hot tag. Okay. They're making Marquin be the grunt. All right, this is it. It started getting predictable, and even though they pulled out the same kind of predictable moves with Young Bucks, Young Bucks wasn't having it. They they pulled off really well, like. Matt pulled it off really well to be that grunt. They had, we had a little appearance of Matt's toesies like coming out of nowhere too. Yeah, they, they ripped were, his boot off. Yeah, they freaking took his shoe off and they went and attacked him on his ankle, which is that's his weakness right now. Mm-hmm. But um, they which still is a real sh- they still shine through. Yeah, it's a real injury. So both men were in- yo. It was great seeing both the injured men coming face to face. Yeah, like, handicap versus handicap. It was a true handicap match. It was not really a two on one handicap, but. You gave it a 10. I gave it a 9.5. Like, my 10 still holds to, I think it was Cody versus Cassidy, Orange Cassidy. Okay. For the first match where they were at a draw. draw. Yeah, that was, that had me fucking bonkers. I could not believe. I was so hype. And um, this one had me just the same way. And we actually had Omega coming out to congratulate the Young Bucks on their win. Um, Hangman came out too, but uh, he was. <laughs> no, he not. No, he, he wasn't. He was standing there was with standing, a glass. He was in, standing in the back. Case. In the entrance, brooding. Brooding. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, yo, word, all right, all right. Like, so I wonder where they're going with that because it's like Hangman is that. Uh, he he's over there with his song. Oh, by myself. <laughs> hey, look, the. Main components of the elite are together, if you ask me. Oh. Um, the Young Bucks with Hangman Page. Not Hangman Page, uh, Kenny Omega. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention with the Omega and Hangman Page match. Uh, what was it? Kenny was actually trying to give him a handshake, and Page rejected it. Yep. So Hangman has some like little bit of... Uh, 
animosity animosity that's the word yes it has a little animosity they're hanging and the way he was lurking in the corners in the darkness with his whiskey he's like all i got is this glass of whiskey and he was right now mm-hmm. he's like if i lose against omega all i have is this glass of whiskey he lost his friends he lost his buddies yeah yep. so he's over there all by myself <laughs> i'm expecting something big on wednesday night let's see mm-hmm. um so uh you mentioned darkness before yeah. Let's talk about that Elite Deletion match in the dark. Oh, it was so much fun. This was also the same entertainment level I had with the Orange Cassidy and John Silver match. Um, if this was anything like their all-out match was supposed to be, then bravo, guys. Yes. Bravo. Yes. Um, this is the best cinematic match I've seen in a while. I'm not counting the Bono Yard match. I, I know. cannot count the Bono Yard match because cause that's it was a parody. Funny. Um, <laughs> which, yo, guys, we're getting Talking Shopping Mania 2 on Friday night, um, Friday the 13th, this coming up. Oh. Um, so, check that out, November, Friday the 13th, uh, Talking Shopping Mania 2. Cool. Yeah, so we're going to get another cinematic match this week as well. But uh-huh. let's talk about the one from last night. Last night was... The Elite Deletion. More than I expected. Can't I can't lie about that. Um, yeah, because I, I didn't expect so many people to be involved, too. I didn't expect Private Party to be involved. Nope. I didn't expect Santana and Ortiz to be involved. Nope. Um, it was shocking. It made complete sense. <laughs> it, it was fun, too. Though. It was so much fun. There was so was much as shit fun happening. as the, the football... The stadium stampede. The stadium stampede match. It was just as fun, and it was great to see the way they had this feud built mm-hmm. up, and this was a great fun match to watch. And it's like it's like we were there in their yard watching. It's oh, yeah. so fun. Uh, I love the way they did the cutscenes. Okay. I I really really appreciated how when they started they started their little quarrel okay let's see where it's gonna go we gotta let it build up a little bit yep but then when when ortiz came out of nowhere i was like what the fuck you thought it was santana yeah but then santana actually did come out and he got interfered and i was like oh shit who the fuck are they and then you see private party in their car i love that little cutscene. i love the way they did i love that randomly he's calling us you had matt on the walkie-talkie, calling them. Yeah, he's like, who are you calling? He, like, reached under the ring and grabbed the walkie-talkie. Yeah, and fucking Ortiz is like, who are you calling? Get that out of here. And they got involved. It was really fun to see them going at it. And they were they were both showing the way these two teams are supposed to be, too. Yeah. It was fun to see them having an actual backyard brawl. It was fun. Like, this one, I barely was able to write any notes as well. I said Santana and Ortiz and Saphir private party get called in fireworks <laughs> um hey i mentioned it the other day i mentioned that fireworks are involved <laughs> yeah, i can't believe and it was you know that. what when i saw matt go under the ring and pull out like <laughs> five fucking cases <laughs> i'm like all right here we go like it was a, on a point where he was laying down on a hill like <laughs> he were, had a scope on it they were like shooting at everyone too like i was like what the fuck are they doing little tidbit go check out Rebby hardy's twitter yeah. she actually has personal camera footage from her kitchen <laughs> of her watching it and like you see all the fireworks just going off everywhere like before the during the match she was even tweeting why are the, why is my backyard on fire right now? <laughs> why is there a ring set on fire? <laughs> There's a ring set on fire. So um this match was exactly what I expected. 
I was thrilled with this. I am so happy. It was more than I thought. Um, well, you know what? You've never seen an, any cinematic match at the Hardy Compound. No, I haven't. Um, we did this is my first one. We did mention earlier that we had a couple of surprises for the night. Yes. This is when they came down. This is when it came out. Um, we had, back in the day, there was a group. You're going to love the name of this group. <laughs> the group's name is The Brood. Oh, my God. <laughs> Originally, The Brood was Gangrel, who Gangrel made an appearance. Gangrel I was familiar with. Um, and his disciples were Edge and Christian. Ah. And, and Edge and Christian were having a feud with the Hardy Boys. Ah. And... Until the Hardy Boys became the new brood and Edge and Christian got kicked out of it. Um, <laughs> so it's basically they're vampires and everything. They're yeah. brooding. Um, one of my favorite entrances in wrestling history, actually. Um, they would come up from under the stage okay. in a circle of fire. Oh. Uh, gang- it was all flashing red lights like you were going to have a seizure. Um, Gangrel would be walking down to the ring with a chalice of blood oh he would get onto the steps and he would spit that blood out a la triple h see i remember the spitting but i don't remember him coming out with a cup of blood that's crazy because i do remember the a la la triple h (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like i remember him for that kind of act that he had and he was actually you mentioned matt's former mentor um, and yeah, he when, trained Guevara Which I didn't know until they mentioned that last night During right. the match um, I was shocked that, to hear that He actually trained Guevara Which at that point It's like alright it makes sense Gangrel kind of trained Matt Hardy And took him under his wing in WWE And Gangrel also taught Guevara So it's like yo both my former students are going at it yeah. You know like Fantastic like long term storytelling with out even planning it back in the day. Um, I love how it got to... First off, I love Matt's hologram in the beginning with Neo 1. Yeah, yeah. Like, his funny. hologram was like it was Vanguard 12 feet one. tall. Neo. Vanguard is... But the website says Vanguard. Neo has been... Dest- I mean, Vanguard has been destroyed. So why would they write Vanguard? Because they're marks and they don't know shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not even going to mention who this website is. This website actually bashes AEW constantly not gonna go there um i don't like the way that they do their play-by-play really but you know i have i didn't want to take notes last night so i'm just going by that play-by-play um so uh i still have just fireworks (laughs) new faces so cinematography well done (laughs) when they got into the garage yeah um there was callbacks to matt hardy there was the chair of wheels (laughs) oh you mentioned out a lot of Um, things i was like i don't know anything there was a shirt back in the day chair of wheels mower of lawns oh my chair goodness. of wheels mower of lawns mower of lawns is a chair of wheels oh wow <laughs> so um we had that we had rabbi hardy's piano in there we had the ring we had one deep... i was hoping somebody to come out of that casket though yo i was really hoping for like willow who is Jeff Hardy's alter ego. I was hoping for a different type of Matt Hardy. I was hoping for a multiple personalities Matt Hardy. I was kind, kind of, of thing. hoping that too. Like maybe Guevara threw him in there, slammed the thing. And then maybe Matt opened it up and had like a different hair color streak. Nah, I wanted it, like, I, I wanted it to happen when 
Uh, Guevara had the Guevara at one point inside the garage started tearing apart the ropes mm -hmm. and the ring that was inside there and he started wrapping the ropes around Matt so I was like oh my god he's gonna kill Matt Hardy and a new Matt Hardy is gonna emerge from the coffin but nah it didn't happen that way it was just there for unknown reason yeah. maybe it represented uh, Gangrel maybe it represented Undertaker I don't think so but um, to me it reminds me of uh Either Paul or Undertaker. Okay. Uh, you, I, I think at some point you said Kane. Yeah. You were hoping maybe Kane could have been there, but I'm like, I yeah, don't because know, Hurricane and a... Kane have teamed up in the past. They were tag team champions ah, back okay. in the day. Yeah, and that was the other appearance we had uh, last night was Hurricane. Stand back! There's a hurricane <laughs> coming through. Um, yo, that was funny. So with the water of. Oh, the Lake of Reincarnation. The Lake of Reincarnation. So um, back in the day, maybe two years ago. Um, when Matt Hardy did a cinematic match in WWE, mm -hmm. the Hurricane was involved with it, and the Hurricane ended up getting all chained up <laughs> in Matt Hardy's house. Oh, that's so, right. He was abandoned. so they actually like uh, paid homage to that. Yeah. Um, Matt was the Hurricane was like, I'm all stumbling on my words, guys. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. The Hurricane was like, Matt, you. Left me in your house for two years. And <laughs> two Matt was years. Matt was like, I'm sorry. I had to get to AEW so I could do a cinematic match finally. <laughs> <laughs> like, complete, like, backstage uh, banter. I loved it. Yeah, it, it was funny. A little peek into the backstage world. Um, it was completely done correctly. I loved it. Um, yo, what was the name of the scepter that Matt took out of the fountain? Oh, man. Oh, uh, I have to look that Metamorphous, up. Metamorphous. Um, oh, goodness. Mistopheles? Yes, the Staff of Mistopheles or the Scepter of Mistopheles. <laughs> like, I got to look up what the hell that actually is. I was crying. I was like, bro, wait, what? <laughs> the fuck? I don't know. Oh, it happened to be in there. Oh, man. it Like, the whole thing was great. I was thinking a lot of what happened inside the garage was probably what was supposed to happen in the all-out match. Okay. I feel like... That makes um, sense. A lot of what happened in the outside ring in the yard was also supposed to happen where like probably we had some interference from inner circle mm -hmm. and having private party because it's the hardy party and doing the same thing but it ended up being a little differently and i like the way they you know did it this time around that they had opportunity i like the way they did certain cuts where it's like it looked like it kept going but you could tell they took a break so that they could realign everybody to be at the spots where they need to be okay and Overall, it was such a great match. I gave this one a 9 out of 10. Um, me, I gave this an 8.5. Yeah? Um, yeah. You know what? It was a great match. But I can't give every match a 9. Oh, I, man. I, just, I was just so all night. That's I can't rank everything the same thing because it's like... My nice then my rankings don't mean anything. But, um, yeah. It just... It's like, all right, they're all great matches. They were all great matches. But, I'm um... Being, I'm being Game Informer right now. <laughs> this video game got a 9.5 out of 10. Like, I, I... For me, I gave them a 9 because it was impressive on how they handled it. They mm -hmm. gave me a a very nice introduction of, like... For, for those of you who have never seen one before, this one is definitely up to par and fun. And... You know, at some point, I will probably watch the other ones okay. to see and compare to know, like, how it was back then to mm -hmm. how it is now. But I guess that's why you could say that you give it that because you've seen the other matches before. This is the first I've seen this. And it was fun. I, For me, the nine also was because of the receipt 
that Matt Hardy gave to Guevara. I was going to mention that. Where, you know, he's like, oh, you know, you're like, oh, why would they cut it off and not show you how he fell into the tables? And then we had Guevara getting a cutscene back where he's bleeding from his head. So, so this is to say this is what happened with Matt. I'm not sure if uh, he bladed for the scene or if they used fake blood for the scene. That was a puddle of blood there. It might have been... It, it, there was two puddles of blood. Yeah. So it might have been a small cut. I would say that they probably cut him open. But okay. they they did that and they also... Matt Hardy like made him eat a chair and he really took it. Um, Guevara actually took the hit. Yeah, 100%. Like, we like, saw it point. actually hit. and he. That's the second receipt that happened yep. in the match. And then he even like laid him out on the floor. He did an overkill and he threw the chair over his head. Mm-hmm. And it was... I like the little touch on how Guevara's legs are just like, uh, uh, like kicking, <laughs> like kicking a little, like, oh, he's dead, bro. Like he's seizuring. Fucking, he fucking killed him. At that point, I thought they would have put the coffin into play and he'd be like the new Undertaker where he puts Guevara into the coffin okay. after he won. But they actually put him in the trash instead. Oh, my God. Help me take out the trash, <laughs> private party. Um, I was actually... uh impressed with his swanton bomb off the top of the ladder oh Guevara the, yeah, yeah Guevara um, showed a lot of what he did I was a little scared for that because yo I was like if he doesn't do this right he's gonna smack his head on the top of the roof cause that yo, he literally touched the roof with his hair though like, yeah he, he was way up there and he executed it really well again I think that they had enough time to be able to pull this off so that they have practice. And mm-hmm. Matt Hardy is also very well aware of what's going on. And Guevara's new fresh blood, so he has the ability to keep up and to do new, these new things and experiment. He has time to heal. Hardy's a dad. He's a dad of three. He's been at this game for years. And he's still means. training his kids now as we speak. Yeah. Um, so- another thing I liked about this match itself was when they actually took the ropes off the turnbuckles. And Guevara actually used it to choke Matt out. He wrapped it around Matt's neck. Oh, yeah. That's where I thought that he was going to try to kill him off and make a new Matt Hardy appear, but it didn't happen, so... Um, speaking of new people coming, I was actually kind of hoping for Guevara to be thrown into the Lake of Reincarnation. Yeah, you wanted to see a new Guevara. Yeah, yo, let a new Guevara come out. You know, like, a disciple of Matt. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but that won't happen because he's part of Inner Circle. Yeah, which, well... Let's... Talk about that in a moment. Um, So, with the inner circle, we had Jericho versus MJF. Um, This was my first disappointment of the night. After all of the great matches, because I was actually so impressed with all the other matches, and they were like at a, you know, 8.5 or higher. Mm -hmm. This one was my first, like... Like eight, maybe seven point five. I'd give it a seven. Yes, that that low. Uh, I was really hoping. Hey, I'm for, not giving it a five. But I was really I'm not hoping giving for it this. A, a nine. You know. I feel you. I feel you. I was kind of hoping for this to be a draw. Um. I I was yeah. I was like, oh, could they extend this further and make it a draw? But it did end up going the way we were kind of hoping for. We hoped that MJF would interfere again. Well. Uh, get his way into the inner circle. So, guess what, guys? The band is about to break up. Mm-hmm. We have two new members of the inner circle. Ooh. We got Wardlow, and we have NJF. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. So, uh, to me, the most... But wait. Wait. Before we get into it. Okay. 
I love how freaking much of an asshole this guy is because he comes out not only in a Y2J style jacket, oh man, but in Christmas colors, no less. Yeah. Um, I was like, no way is Jericho coming out with these like this jacket. No way is Jericho doing this. And then you see MJF playing his music. I was like, oh, with the Burberry oh my God. And it's Burberry lined. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Red silk on the inside. I was like, oh, man. He is just so good at being full of himself. He is like Jericho was boasting him a lot in the little promo beforehand. So I really like that. Genu- uh, uh, Jericho was very genuine about his words. He's like, you know, some he's basically the next Jericho, and I yeah. do see that a hundred percent. He's very good at being cocky, really good at being a bully, really good at being a brat. Okay. And he did, he did pretty good, but I wasn't so uh, impressed. Me neither. With uh, the way the both of these went at it with each other. You know what? You have some matches, like you said earlier, peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. This is like peanut butter with peanut butter. It just makes, <laughs> it makes your mouth more mushy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it's you know smooth what? peanut butter with chunky peanut butter. It, it's just more peanut butter. Do we need more peanut butter on a sandwich? I don't know if you like just plain peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. Peanut butter on Ritz are cool, but... Nah, yo, you need that jelly. And we didn't get that jelly. Um, I feel like, personality-wise, they are perfect together. Yeah, um, I agree. Moveset for moveset-wise, uh, they don't have chemistry in the ring like that. Yeah, no, not so great. Um, I, I kind of expected Jake Hager to be involved a little bit more. I kind of expected uh, Warlow to get involved a little bit more. Yeah, I um, for the same thing, but... I kind of... I, I said it on the prediction did. show. I wanted to see that Clash of the Titans outside the ring. I wanted oh, that man, match that within the great. match. That would have uh, been great, yeah. Look, they're still teasing it. They're still staring it down. But, um... I'm over here like, yo, the best... The most... My favorite part of the match was when Jericho fucking took the camera and gave the middle <laughs> finger to MJF. Yeah. I called it Jerry Cam. Like, it was a Jericho Cam. And he did a big F you to MJF. Yeah, mm-hmm. But, like, it, you know, there wasn't much. That the most impressive thing from Jericho was... The fan singing. Um, <laughs> well, that was, yeah, that was amazing. I'll, I'll always give him that. But, one, I love his jacket. Two... Oh, my God. Any jacket he wears is fucking His amazing. Her Karana from the top rope, he still has oh. it. Yeah, he had what is it? This Frankenstein move? Yeah, the Frankensteiner. That was crazy. Uh-huh. I was like, Jericho, what? Jericho, Yo, where has this been? Fifty years old. He's not the skinny. But that's the only high flyer thing like he, he used had to be. With the night, I was like, Yo, Jericho usually does a lot more. Like his match against Cassie was great. Uh huh. His match against um, who else has he fought? Cody. Recently? Um, friggin', I don't even know at this point anymore. Even the, you know what, Serpentico and Luther. Like, yeah, he did really good with them too, but it's like, what, hap- what happened with this? Uh, and they built this fight up so much, so it's like, you know, he he got, he became the grunt and Matt, MJF became like the bigger person and the shine. The, he was a star of the match, but he didn't do enough to really impress me to give him such a high rating. That's why I went with like an 8 almost a 7.5 because i was hoping for more cheating uh-huh. on both of their parts as they're both cheaters i was hoping for more of uh, aggression on mjf's part because jericho's calling him soft and uh-huh. all this other shit but you know for the most of it it was good 
it wasn't the best or greatest. It was a little slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jericho pulling out some old moves, it was interesting to see. And this one, I, I did the... <laughs> it was funny because you had mentioned earlier like that you used to use a GIF called Boo This Man! Boo! Uh-huh. And I did that because once, <laughs> once MJF won... I was like, boo this man. I wanted to throw my popcorn. I was like, bro. We predicted that he was going to win. We did. But. Anticipate him getting into the inner circle to break up the band. Yep. The moment I knew in the match itself that Jericho was going to lose. When? Was when. And I don't think they should have done this. Was when Jericho hit the turnbuckle with the Judas effect. He did the Judas effect. He went to hit the Judas effect on MJF outside the ring. Yeah. And MJF moved out of the way. And. The juice effect, his elbow hit the turnbuckle. Yeah. You just did this two matches ago where it was phenomenal. You can't pull the same stunt twice. Um, well, where, I think that's the gimmick. I think that's like what they're trying to go for. Is like, I know. He's pulled this before and it's done well. Well, not even that. I mean, failed. in the night itself, you had uh, oh. you had FTR. In the FTR match, oh, Cash, oh. not Cash, uh, Dax. Dex. Ends up smashing his hand into the turnbuckle. Yeah, the but that moment, was an accident, bro. Yeah, but you know what? The moment you see that, you nix that one little move. You have it. Something else happen instead. Jericho's Jericho. I know, <laughs> but you know what? It's like ah, I did like the ending. The ending was very, very, uh, Eddie, very, very Eddie Guerrero. Ah. Um, it was something that Eddie Guerrero has done plenty of times. They just did this a couple of weeks ago on WWE, actually. Um, but. It was an homage to Jericho's best friend in life, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Um, they threw the bat into the ring. Yeah, Hager handed... Jer- well, no. first, it was uh, Wardlow came out and handed MJF his ring uh-huh. while the referee was distracted. Mm-hmm. And while the ref was distracted with Jericho and Hager, like... Uh, no, the ref got distracted by Wardlow, mm-hmm. and MJF was going to go win, but yep. then Hager came out and tossed the bat to Jericho. Yes, and uh, at this point, MJF just basically flipped him off and fell to the floor. And yep, played possum. Played possum, and... Started Ar- saying, oh! Ref Aubrey was and- like, nah, nah, fighting with Jericho, which they always have great banter, Jericho and I Aubrey. liked her face, though. She's like... What is this? What are you doing here, huh? What are you doing with that in your hand? How come he's on the floor? Uh-huh. And oh, shit. I was like, really? This is how they give him the win? Oh. Well, he cheated. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of hope for. But he lies, I he cheats, and he steals. More. I wanted for a little more cheating on his part. But mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how Jericho welcomed him in. Yeah, Jericho hugged him out and welcomed, welcomed, welcomed MJF and Wardlow to the inner circle. Oh man, yo, that cinematography. So it's like, yo, how are they gonna play it off with Jericho and him? Like, yeah, you know, like you, you did that whole thing on me. You flipped me off and whatnot. Like, I wonder, I wonder. So, um, me personally, I think the cinematography for this shot was great. It was MJF, and well, in, on the screen, it was MJF. And Jericho in the middle. And at each end of the ring, you had Wardlow and uh, Hager. Hager just staring each other down. Yeah. And it's like, that yo, was good. we might be teammates, but we ain't on the same team. Right. You know? they, I wonder how they're going to go about it if they cause a backyard 
uh, not backyard, sorry, a, a background brawl, like somewhere behind the scenes and mm-hmm. see what happens with their growth because they have been eyeing each other down for a minute and it sounds like it's gonna... I'm hoping because they, they've been showcasing Wardlow, so now I'm sure they're gonna start showcasing Hagar. Especially Absolutely. since Hagar just finished his, ma- his um, other matches outside of the um, AEW. Yeah, he He's... just competed in Bellator, so they had to keep him mm-hmm. safe in AEW. Yeah, um, he gotta recover and... You know, right now, I think that they're going to do a great buildup of, like, how, oh, my dog is going to go after your dog, and they're going to have a different type of dog collar match between each other. Yo, at this point, it's like you got so many teams within the team. It's like, is everyone going to be able to coexist? That's the biggest question. Can they coexist? I don't think so. We predicted this. If Inner Circle breaks up, this is going to be a giant brawl. And I can't wait for that. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I would love to see the Santana and Ortiz going for the tag team titles. Them going against the Young Bucks for the tag team championships. That'll be interesting. I would love to see that. That'd be very um, interesting. I would like to see them create their own little stable, maybe. Go off and be like, yo, fuck you. We'll be LAX again. That was their team name ah. in, uh, what's it called? In Impact Wrestling. I would love to see them. I would love to see uh, Jericho go on his own babyface uh, oh yeah, be a baby face by himself. Face? Yeah, you know, like maybe kick, keep a Sammy. I mean, Sammy, keep a go. Not Kavara, Jake Hagar. <laughs> wow, I just said the same guy twice in the same fuck up. Um, keep Hagar with him, but leave everyone else. Yeah, to be like Kavara okay. going his own mm-hmm. and Santana and Ortiz being a, a double team. I, yep. I could see that happening. Team. Z double team. So, uh... Yeah, this match was a little underwhelming for me, but I was glad to see the result anyway because if it wasn't the draw, I was hoping for MJF to be the winner just for the fact that I want to see what he can do as being a snake that goes into the, you know, barn. Uh-huh. And see how he sturtles up all the cattle inside the barn okay. of the inner circle. So, um, we actually had a little promo backstage. We had uh, Dasha interviewing... The best friends and Orange Cassidy. Oh yeah. Um, at this point, I knew Miro and Kip Sabian and Penelope Port poured. Penelope <laughs> Ford was gonna come out, interrupt them. Uh, Penelope actually slapped Orange Cassidy. What was it? No, it wasn't. Oh wait, no. Kip Sabian slapped Orange Cassidy Kip's, because he right. said that. Kip Sabian came at him like, you better apologize to Penelope for taking her shit. You're and right. You're right. She slapped Orange Cassidy a, a little while back. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but this night, it was uh, Kip Sabian says, that's not good enough. My bad. You got you to gotta give her a better apology than that. And mm-hmm. Miro's just over there like, hey, yeah, you do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, yo, and Cassidy was just like, yo, it's, it's all right. It's all right for you guys, for us to leave. We don't, it's all good. Yeah, Cassidy's like, nah, don't worry about it, guys. It's okay. Playing it's the okay. pacifist. And um, they just walked away. Yeah, so... And Mary was like, he's just gonna walk away. He's just leaving. You're just gonna let that happen? <laughs> he's, just gonna, he's just leaving. That's it. So, like, that's not the kind of build-up I'm kind of expecting, but you know what? Maybe it's a slow burn. We do have a while until the next pay-per-view. Yeah, um, the ne- next pay-per-view is gonna be Revolution. On Fab- February t- uh, the 27th. Oh my god, the end of February? The end of February. Oh my but, gosh, you said I heard February. I didn't realize it was going to be almost March. Yeah. Uh, oh god. So, um, we do have a couple of big mac not big matches, but a couple of big shows Tony Khan said in between there. Okay. Um, they are creating an event called Beach Bash 
or Beach yeah, Break. Beach Break. Beach Break, which is Orange Cassidy's move. Yep. So, is he going to be headlining that? Yep. Here we go. <laughs> um, so, I'm excited for that. We got a couple of big events until the next pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, and, you know, anytime they hop something up like that, it usually pulls through. I'm pretty sure they're going to have, like, something of, like, a free pay-per-view event like they did last year for us. Uh, they did a uh, fighter Fest last year for free. Yeah, there you go. So I'm hoping for something like that somewhere in either December or January. Uh-huh. Uh, we did have this for November. So a two-month hiatus isn't too bad. No, no. It's uh, enough room for everyone to keep having a new build-up, maybe introduce new people into it. We do have the undercards like Will Hobbs. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Matt Seidel. We have a lot of like people that are potential, like anybody from Dark. Because even Dark is starting to get new people yep. in, so we could be seeing some of those people that for, that were fighting on AEW Dark to appear on Dynamite. Yep. So, um, the championship match. I was unfortunately underwhelmed with this one as well. You see, I wasn't underwhelmed with it. I was happy with it. I was happy with it too, but I was still a little underwhelmed. I, I was think... hoping for a little more blood. You know what? I wanted blood like Cody versus Dustin Rhodes. I wanted blood like Cody versus Brody Lee. Okay. I wanted that brutality. I wanted Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen blood. I wanted crazy shit like that. All crazy right. Stunt. Moxley has Damn, always... you're like bloodfest over Yo, here. Yo, but but. On Moxley's part, that's why. Because mm-hmm. when it didn't come through with Archer, I was like, so then who's he going to bleed out with? Oh, I could definitely see him bleeding out with Eddie Kingston because Eddie Kingston seems like a crazy-ass motherfucker that would do that kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. But I really, really wanted Eddie Kingston to be the new champion. Unfortunately, John Moxley retains his title and wins. But I, I hated the way they... Did the win? I I was. That's where I was just like, really, they're gonna do it that way. Mm-hmm. They're gonna make him. They're really gonna make say make Eddie say I quit. I was so upset. I mean, we've been seeing it for the longest. Moxley was right. Mm-hmm. The more you keep talking, the more of a nervous person you are, and more likely that you're gonna lose because in a lot of different divisions, mm-hmm. the shit talker usually ends up being the one that loses yeah and what i've been saying is that when you release all that passion and all your shit talking you don't carry any of that left in your actual match Mm -hmm. so you depleted yourself of the passion and you're just hanging on strong and that's it that's how it felt with eddie kingston versus moxley is where eddie talks so much shit so much so much caca so much caca i barely even wrote anything down for them too because it wasn't so impressive it was fun with the slap wars, but I'm like, okay, we've been seeing the slap fest for like a minute now. Kenny and mm-hmm. Hangman did the slap fest. Ray yep. and Penta did the slap fest. Kenny and Penta did the slap fest. Come on. Like, how many times are we going to see this kind of thing? So with him pulling out the thumbtacks was interesting. I was like, okay, one of them is going to land in it. Probably Moxley. And it mm-hmm. ended up being a little predictable. Um, when it comes to styles, I think they both did pretty well. Yeah. They both, like, showed a lot of... Uh, a lot of aggression to each other and they did really good with uh, chemistry neither mm-hmm. one was clunky they both were fluid and they were different in their different ways they were both like middle strong men you know because they did strong men styles with a lot of really good submissions yeah and look i enjoyed the match a lot i really did even though kingston didn't win if kingston won i thought it would have been fantastic because it's like yo i ain't have to go by aw's fucking ranking system I did it my own way. I said, fuck you, and I made it to the he top. He would have had a great chick talk. I would have loved that. Great sore, it, sore winner talk. Yeah. yeah, it would have been 
better than MJF shit talk, if you ask me. But, um, look, they pulled out the bag of uh, thumbtacks. I was expecting that. I expected Mox to come out with his uh, Barbaria bat. Um, but that's it. You the know, the surprising like, thing was both men wrapping the fucking barbed wire around their fucking arms, yeah, and fists. You I see, was like, oh, that <laughs> I loved. You know, I absolutely fucking loved that. That was cool. Um, I'm not putting this match down at all. I actually think this was a great, not great. I think this was a good finish to the night. It's like we revved up, and then they like took us home slowly. Yeah. But look, we had this match. We had a uh, Moxley versus Kenny Omega last year in the Lights Out match at this pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, it took place after the main event. And you know what? We're getting the sequel. We're getting that build-up. We're going to get Kenny Omega the cleaner versus deni- Moxley. I was in denial for that. that. I was like, this is why I wanted Eddie Kingston to win. Because it would mm-hmm. be interesting to see Eddie Kingston versus Omega. Because I knew Omega was definitely in line. But I was like, oh, man, if they make Eddie Kingston lose, it's, be- it's definitely because they're bringing back the Moxley and Omega match. Yeah, which, you know what, I- I'm thrilled for. Because do I want to see a champion change so quickly? Do you? No. <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't want to see uh, Kingston only have the title for a month, two months. i rather see... Kenny Omega take the title off of the fighting champion. The person that has been working his ass off the past 260 somewhat days, yeah. actually defending the title. Not someone who came in, snuck, snuck around the system and became champion. And then because he snuck around the system, bam, you're going to go against the what's claimed to be one of the greatest superstars of all time. Yeah. Um, and just lose it because you know what? The cleaner is going to win this fucking title. You know, you know, Omega's going to win the championship from Mox, which I'm thrilled with. Because, you know, Mox won, Mox lost the, no, Mox won the last match against Kenny Omega. Okay. Um, so, Omega's going to have to get his one up. And then they're probably going to have that little bumper match where we see who is actually the winner of the series. Much like okay. they, they, with Jericho and Cassidy. Okay. Um, but, I don't know. I, it's it was kind of expected. It yeah. really was. Um, is it the way I wanted to go down? No. Am I happy Kingston isn't champion? No. <laughs> but I'm happy Kingston's not gonna be a lackey champion and just be there to be there. Yeah. You know, like how Brody Lee was. Brody Lee was champion for all of five weeks, and gosh, it felt like forever. It was lackluster. You know. So, look, I'm happy. I love Mox as a champ. I love him on his promos he's always on his game yeah um he does deserve this championship reign cool as um, a cucumber busted open radio kind of compared uh kingston as the evil version of rocky rocky never wins the title in the first match rocky oh. lost the first bat the first uh okay first title match rocky Balboa. yeah okay. and then came back like, and won rocky? in the second match did you mean the rock no not, not my <laughs> I didn't know not, what you meant. not rocky my via um <laughs> But uh, you know what? Look, let him come back. Let him go against Darby now. Now we can have a good uh, feud down the line between him and Darby Allen. Give him a title for real. Um, maybe we get him in a tag champion spot. We see uh, Ray Phoenix and uh, Penta. They're going at odds. You know, you need some man in the middle holding them apart. Mm. You need 
a dog owner keeping his pit bulls apart. Yeah. You know? So, look, there are plenty of places for uh, Kingston to go. Mox, if he lost the title right now, I don't see him going anywhere else. I kind of see Mox, like, taking a break after he loses the title. Okay. Um, I see Mox kind of going to New Japan for a little bit, for, like, maybe a month or two, just as a hiatus, because Mox is still the champ, I think, over there. I think Mox still has the IWGP US title. Okay. And, uh... He does have to go defend that eventually. So, what a better time for when he loses the title. So, um, look, long, long, uh, long-term booking, I think it was kind of a smart move. That's why I gave it an 8 out of 10. Okay. I gave it, I actually give it an 8.5 because it was, um, it was fun to see them. This was a match that I was hoping for. I was excited for it. Despite my like uh, expectations not being met with like the bloodbath and everything like that, it was still a good match. It was still interesting to see them still talking shit. I got mad and I got really passionate. This was another boo. They could Moxley's not my champion, moment, uh-huh. you know. But Eddie quit. He says I quit. He uh, Moxley put him in the bulldog chokehold with the barbed wire wrapped around his arm. And he's like, this is it. You got to say I quit. And Eddie's like, I quit. I quit. And he kind of cowered back mm-hmm. and went backstage and everything defeated like a dog. You know, it was a very good pit bull, pit bull match. Yeah. Really. Like they were both two rough dogs at it with each other. They did um, really good with uh, even chemistry together. I was yeah. impressed by the way Moxley was able to fucking do all the things he did with Kingston and really said... Yo, I'm going to show you why I'm still champ. Yep. Um, I'm just disappointed that Eddie didn't win it, but I could understand why due to storyline, especially how you said it and explained it. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see what's going to happen next with who he's going to verse because he, he has been holding this title for a long time. I'm tired of him holding the title. I want a new champion. Mm-hmm. But who is that person that should be the new champion. Kenny we'll Omega. Find, maybe we'll find out at the next pay-per-view. Maybe in the next few weeks during Dynamite. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Like we might get. They threw a lot of surprises for me this night on Full Gear. And I was I was happily surprised. Very pleasantly surprised. I love the night. Despite the last two matches being a little lackluster for me to take your word away. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was, in general, the whole night I give like a 9. Because it was oh, yeah. really well done. And... The choreography between everybody, the storyline build-up to the excitement, to the execution, all were really well done. Congratulations to the new champions. And it was just so great. It was a really fun night. I actually I actually sat and watched like 90% of this whole match. Okay. Of this whole pay-per-view. Alright. So, um, we're excited for where things are going to go. Yeah. Um, Wednesday night we have a new episode of Dynamite, as per every Wednesday. So we should be coming back with another review coming up this week. Stay tuned on TNT at 8 p.m. Yep, uh, we know that we do have that Ray Phoenix versus Penta 2 match oh, going on. Yep. So that is probably going to be the main event. I can't wait to see that, guys. I hope you tune in this week when we record our next show. Yeah. And uh, if you ever want to contact us and ask us any questions, shoot us a comment. Uh, you can find me at demonic underscore lunacy on Twitter and on Instagram. And you guys can find me at Phoenix Bay, F-E-N-Y-X-F-A-E, either on Twitter or Instagram as well. All right, guys, go nurse those hangovers because we know they've been killer. <laughs> and take care. Have a blessed weekend. Derek and Shelly out. Later.